Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you, you would want a guy, and I think James did a little bit of that. Like, James would speak up. Uh, yeah. and, and so you need that. You need, you need another alpha in the room. Uh, yeah. So if Joe is not doing something, call Joe on, Joe, you got to do this, and Joe will listen to that, you know. You need another alpha in the room, says Doc. Welcome on in. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas Show, Julio, 215-592-9494. To join us this morning, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys, of course, with us. A lot to get to. Phillies win last night. A couple of great guests coming up, including Ruben tomorrow later on in the show. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philly. How's everybody doing? How are we doing today? I'm good. You good? good? I can't complain. No, the Phillies complain. win last night. Back yeah. to 500. Back to 500. Looking good. Offense is clicking. Mm-hmm. Ranger pitching really well Ranger lately. pitching extremely well. So things are good in the Phillies world. We'll get to that. And a big one today, Aaron Noll on the mound as the Phillies try to win three out of four in Arizona. We'll get to the Phils. We'll get to some NFL news, which just had me chuckling last night. And uh, we'll get to our wheel as well later on the show. But, Hugh, I, I was thinking about what Doc Rivers said. The Doc Rivers said a lot of things a couple days ago to Bill Simmons, and we've been talking about them really nonstop on the station. But one thing he said was that you need another alpha next to Joel Embiid. And, and a few you know weeks ago, I, I had mentioned that Joel, really, I, I think he's miscast in a way that we think of him or we want to think of him as this this guy to lead the franchise. A leader. A leader, right. But I think he's more like a Chris Bosh, which is a great player, but maybe not you can never really win a championship if he's the lead player. So, you know, I know there's a lot of rumors out there. It's NBA rumor season. we got about two weeks of free agency. There's a lot of rumors out there. And the idea is how do the Sixers get better? And there's names and some I like, some I don't like. But I think one thing I, I do agree with Doc Ruiz on is they could use an alpha next to Joel Embiid. I think a lot of us probably think that way. The, the problem is they don't have much of draft picks to go get that guy. They don't really have cap room to get that guy. Hugh, if there's one way the Sixers could try to get an alpha this offseason, there's really only one chip they have left, and that guy is Tyrese Maxey. And you, I, I, I want to make it clear, I like Tyrese, and if he ends up here for the next 10 years, I, I'm excited to watch him play. He's a good young player, and I think he'll grow. But I would be willing to trade Tyrese Maxey if they could get an alpha next to Joel Embiid. And I'm like, in my head, I have Dame Lillard. Like, I, can I actually get Dame? I don't know. But like, if they could get that guy, I'd be willing to trade Tyrese Maxey to go all in and put an alpha next to Joel Embiid. Hugh, would you be willing to trade Tyrese? Not even. Not even in the slightest. The, the one person that I felt showed that he cared was Tyrese Maxey. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want to develop that. And when you look at the history of, of the Sixers over the last, what, eight or nine seasons, it's only Joel Embiid and, and him, You're Tyrese right. Maxey, that, he, that are here that are Sixers. And then, here's another thing, Joe. I don't want to talk about Tyrese Maxey 
the way that we were talking about Jimmy Butler this offseason, well, during the playoffs, saying, oh, that guy used to be here, wish he was here. I think that you need to build, not necessarily build your team around him, but develop him and see what you have with him because he showed me, even though his, his game is probably not there yet, he showed me something. He showed me that he care. He's definitely shown me that he, he cares and that there are times where he, in spurts, where he's shown that, you know, there's something about him. I'm, I want to develop that. Well, there is something there. And, again, I like Tyrese Maxey, and I think he could develop into a really good player. I mean, he already is a good player in the NBA, and he's still really young. But the, the reality is this. They don't have anything to trade. This And, and this is some on Daryl Morey. It's some on the sins of the past. They just don't have assets. I mean, they can't trade a first-round pick till 2029. Like, this whole Bradley Beal thing, Bradley Beal's not really a star. Like, that's not that's not moving the needle for me. What moves the needle for me is an alpha. Go get a number one kind of player. And the only way to get that player is Tyrese Maxey. 215-592-9494. Derek Bodner was on with the Morning Show today. And, and you know, he was kind of laying out why he doesn't like the idea of Bradley Beal and laying out like, hey, you don't really need to, to go crazy here for a marginal upgrade. You could wait for a big one. And he threw out the idea that maybe Maxey – is the way to get that idea. Here's Derek Bottom this morning. You know, I think one thing that is being, you know, I think oftentimes we look at something and say, this player is available. This is the only option we have available to us. Let's take it. When I think things will open up over the next, you know, six to nine months, and you do actually have a tiny bit of flexibility because of, of, of Tobias Harris as a salary matcher, and because, quite frankly, Tyrese Maxey, and I know nobody wants to trade him, Tyrese Maxey has a lot of trade value as a young player on that contract. If you really got boxed in and you really want to make a splash, you're not completely out of bullets. Well, that's the one. I mean, that, that's and he, and he said it there, and I, I think the way Derek framed it, Hughes, is interesting. Like, yeah, I, obviously no one's clamoring to trade Tyrese Maxey, but the idea is like he's the one guy that could bring something back. And the other thing, Hugh, and you said the Jimmy Butler comparison, that is part of this. Like, we don't know how good Maxey is going to be. He may turn out to be great, or he may only be an okay player. Or good, I'll say this, good. He may only be good. I take good all day. I will take good all day compared to, to great because I've seen what great looks like in this last playoff series, and great didn't get the job done. No, it did not. Great it failed. did not get the yeah. job done. And, and what was the one common denominator on both teams that played in the finals? That they had homegrown players mm-hmm. for the most part. You were right. For the most part. Yeah, now Jimmy was not, but they, almost every other guy on those teams, you're yeah. right, homegrown. I mean, and, and that's the way that – like I'm, I'm talking about the future because – to me, Tyrese Maxey is the future. Now, is he the only piece? Of course not. I don't think that he is. Uh, I think that you need to get other pieces. And the unfortunate thing, the unfortunate part about the situation that we're in at, with the Sixers is, he ain't got no number one draft picks forever. I know. <laughs> so now you're trading away to one bright spot in order to to have a shot at potentially making it to the playoffs. Well, you're going to make it to the playoffs, but potentially making a, a making a championship mm-hmm. run. I'm not willing to do that. I think that he needs to be a part of whatever championship run that we go on this upcoming season. Well, you know what? I think in a perfect world he would be, but the Sixers live in an imperfect world, and right now they're in one where they don't have assets to trade. I need to put it – if they're going to keep going with this Joel Embiid thing, and, and, and you guys know my feelings on Joel Embiid, I don't believe he's a leader. I don't believe he's the number one on a championship team. Well, they but they got to get an alpha next to him. Doc Rivers laid it out that you need an alpha. James Harden's not an alpha. Bradley Beal, come on with that. Like Bradley Beal's not even close to an alpha. If you if there's a chance to go get one, and I'm thinking Dame Lord in my head, then I would trade Tyrese Maxey. 215-592-9494. I would trade Maxey for the right player to improve this team's title odds. Hugh would not. 
Kyle Quinn, what are you feeling here on the idea of trading Maxi for an alpha kind of player? Yeah, I, I mean, of course I would. And this sort of takes me back a little bit to the, the B. John Robinson discussion that we had before the draft. I know oh, he's very you've, you've been waiting for this. To revisit this. Yeah, but I, it, just in the way that I'm looking at this through a similar prism or, or lens, if you will, of what can I do to maximize a small championship window that I find myself in right now? And I, I do compare it at least similar to the Eagles because – we don't know how long Joel Embiid's window is going to be. I mean, it could be two years, it could be three years, it could be one, right? I mean, this could be the last year that we get a chance to try and win championship with Joel Embiid. And I love Tyrese Maxey uh, as a person. I think he's got a very infectious and fun personality. He's like a little lightning rod out there on the court. A fun little basketball player to watch. He is. I mean, but everything I'm being sold on when it comes to Tyrese Maxey is what he might look like in the future or what he might become He's not that guy yet. He's not an alpha. And the only way the Sixers team is going to be able to win a championship is by doing it through Joel Embiid. And I know we just went off about, you know, how that doesn't seem like it's going to be very likely to happen yesterday. But that's what the Sixers are banking on is getting the most out of Joel Embiid. And as much as I love Tyrese Maxey, he's not an alpha type player. Joel Embiid, as Doc Rivers just laid it out, needs an alpha type player uh, to get him to, to push him over that next level. So, no, I don't. Like, if I had the opportunity and you could trade Tyrese Maxey to get a guy that's going to maximize our opportunity to win a championship next year, 2024, sign me all the way up. So the timelines also have to matter, too. At 215-592-9494, young players just don't win titles. You, It's just the way the NBA works. Like, when yeah. you're 23, you're not really ready. So, so Maxey could be ready when he's 27. But when he's 27, how old is Joel Embiid? 35 or pushing that? Like, it's almost like it's like a sliding doors thing. Like one guy's ready, one guy's not. Hugh, I, I understand your point, and it's interesting. You have you have this feeling on Maxi because another guy that we're all familiar with here, Brandon Graham. He called in yesterday, unprompted to Mark Cerise, and he feels very similar to you do. Here he was what he said yesterday. Man, I figured I just want the best with y'all. I know um, I like the last caller that was talking. You know, you're right. Like, you know, you the things been happening. He ain't seen the chip, you know, but uh, he'll do. They'll do anything. That's similar to what we do, what we do with. So <laughs> yep. you know, I know that I heard that. I was like, man, let me call, let me call in, man, because I heard that before. I, I'm hoping that uh, the Sixers figure it out though, because uh, you know you got a young player in Maxi. You know what I'm saying? But you got to take the emotion out of it. I heard y'all say that you can get more picks. I mean, I know that uh, the cap is low uh, on who you can get. You know, Bradley Bill. I mean, you got to think about you know the age difference between. Uh, Maxi and him, and then Maxi, yep. I feel like man, like give give him a, give him a real chance. But it's like, do we really do? It's it's just all about the patience. People got people uh, want. It reminds me of your point, Hugh. The patience and the yeah. young players. You got to be. You know what? You know what's funny? It's funny that that Brandon Graham called up because I, I'm, I'm gonna drop something on y'all that you got to think. Just think about it for a minute. Brandon Graham was trending in 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 the wrong direction as far as a football player was concerned. Mm-hmm until after that Super Bowl when he made the absolute biggest play in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now think about this for a minute. Think about if, if say, Howie and those guys say, oh, you know, Brandon's not that guy and we traded him away. Where would we be? I mean, think about that. Well, we'd be ringless. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> you, that's You true. have to be patient. And, and I will say this. In that, in that game six and seven, Tyrese Maxey was the only one to me that looked like he cared even a little bit, especially in Game 7 when he was in the press conference. Come on, man. Like, listen, I understand our desire to win a ring is great. I get that. 
But sometimes you have to play you have to play chess. You got to stop playing checkers because if you trade away Tyrese Maxey, that's a checkers move because you're you're making a move for the now. When you play chess, you're making moves. You're calculating for the future. So to Tyrese Maxey's the future. To your point, Hugh, game five, six, and seven. I had a game five to it. Game five, six, and seven averaged twenty four. Five and three. Only and, person that looked like he cared. And shot 40% from downtown. He was the best Sixers player last three games. He was. Listen, and you have to – listen, I I know you want to win one, and I know that's the thing that drives you. But to trade – the one thing you don't want it to be is is him to be Jimmy Butler. You don't want that. You don't want you that. You don't want Jimmy Butler. You don't want to be talking about, well, oh, man, we had – he was here. He was a Sixer. Even, now he goes somewhere else and just ball out. He's been incredible. Even to your point, and, and to Brandon, it's, it is – I thought the same thing. It was ironic that Brandon called in. I, I don't even know if he – like, it might have just been Brandon's a sports fan listening to WIP. We know that, that he listens. But, Hugh, I think you're right. It, it's ironic it was Brandon Graham because couldn't we have made I, – I, listen, I, I don't think I ever did this show. But, Hugh, I met bet someone at some point on WIP said, just trade Brandon Graham away early in his career. He's not going to be any good, right? He's, he's okay. Maybe he'll be good at best. And then he turned into one of the, the most important Eagles. Hall of Fame Eagle. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the most important Eagles of all time. So, like, that, there is a risk to this. I mean, I, I acknowledge that. Like, Tyrese Maxey could go on to make all-star game after all-star game and be one of the best guards in the NBA. I, I acknowledge it. I hear you. I hear it. Think about it, though, Joe. Out of the eight years of drafting players, he's the only one that's stuck outside of Joel Embiid. It's, it's embarrassing, actually. Think about that <laughs> I know. Now. I know. He, like, like. You know who needs to be fired, and I'm not calling for your job, but I kind of am because I'm about to say it. The 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 guy who scouts the talent for the Sixers, you whoever you are, sir, you need to be fired. You're out, man. You no, no disrespect to you, and I'm pretty sure you'll get a job somewhere. Else, but you need to be fired. I'm saying that kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah. I don't want you to get fired, but damn it, you've been doing a terrible job. Not good enough. Terrible job. Not good, and it's part of the reason we're here because the Sixers. Are yes, just, they're not good enough. I mean, and just, now and now you want to trade away. You want to make it even worse. You want to because you, well, you're kind of going to make it worse. Trying to make it better though for the short but, term. But because we're trying we, to win a title, we're trying to win a title. I get that, and, and and our want to win a title is blinding us. Because guess what? Whomever we bring in here, we're st- there's still going to be growing pains. There's still going to be growing yep. pains with the new piece that we're going to add to the puzzle. But I, I'm willing to do that if Maxie's here because I don't want to. I already know what James Harden's going to do. Yeah, we I already well, know what that's going to look like. That's the truth. We know that. 215-592-9494. Doc Rivers said you need another alpha next to Joel Embiid. That guy is not James Harden. And I, I really don't believe that guy is Bradley Beal. There are alphas around the NBA, though. Would you trade Tyrese Maxie to get one of those guys? It's a simple question. I think it's a hard answer. 215-592-9494. I would be willing to do it. Hugh would not. As we discussed, I mean, the Sixers don't have many levers to pull here. They've pulled a lot of levers the last three or four years to try to build a championship team. We're, we're running out here. I mean, I, and the lever I see, the, maybe the last resort is to pull the trade Tyrese Maxey lever for a, a guy that's more ready to win a championship right now. Would you do it, yes or no? Let's go to Saul in the Northeast. Hey, Saul. Hey, how are you, gentlemen? Good, Saul. What's I up, buddy? I don't think I would do it, but I don't think it would be any wouldn't, wouldn't help. You don't think it would help? You're trading. You're trading a, a very good competitive player mm-hmm. to get a very excellent player, but that's not enough. They need all the other players that go along with all this. Now, you can have Harden and Embiid, but they need complementary players. If you look at all the teams that made the, the the semifinals and the finals, they didn't. They had very good players, but they had many other players that complemented them. That made plays during the game. 
that did not rely just on the star players to make a play. You're right. So you're right. But the star players got to kind of kind of carry you. Stars got to be stars yeah. when stars need to be stars. I know that sounds crazy. We got to put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. I like By that. By the way, you. I meant to tell you a few times when I've called. I remember you played. You played with a nonstop motor. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. But anyway, seriously, when you think about all this, and you watch these other teams in the semifinals and finals, and you're looking not just at their star player and complimentary player, but you're looking at all the other players that complement them. When people come off the bench and they they hit shots, Sixers don't have that. Well, not enough and not consistently enough. Yeah, so it's it's got to work in concert, right? The best player makes all the other players better and all that. And so we appreciate it. I mean, really, in a way, this discussion is, is trying to, like we're trying to prop up Joel Embiid, right? Because he's struggled as a lead player, and they haven't had the right number two next to him. I mean, that's that's obvious, whether it's Ben Simmons or it's, it's been James Harden, who most people don't want back here in Philadelphia. And I, I mean, I don't really want him back either. But so, like, how do they fix this? How, how do they get to the next level Unfortunately, Hugh, like I wish they had, I wish they had a whole bunch of draft picks. Wouldn't this be easier? Like they have yeah. all these picks. It's like, well, trade all these picks for a star player. Keep Maxi. It's just like they don't have that. Yeah, and and that's that's the unfortunate thing. Think about the position that we're in as a franchise. You have no pieces to to negotiate with anything. You don't have any way to go. So much so that you're strapped and hamstrung with James Harden, and the only valuable piece that you have is Tyrese Maxey, and you're willing to trade him away in order to go and see the same thing that we saw mm-hmm. last year. Think about that. And now you're, you're talking about it's probably going to be even worse because he's not going to be out on the court. Well, you're right. Well, you'd lose him, right? You'd lose your third piece. But you'd hopefully be gaining a better number one piece, which could change everything. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to Mitch, who's up next on WIP. Good morning, Mitch. It, it's a terrible mute point. It doesn't make any sense to talk about trading the only draft pick other than Embiid that worked out for the Sixers, and this guy is only going to get better. It makes no sense to bring this guy in from Portland. What, Dame Lillard? No, because he's 30-some years old. But he's He's ready to go win a championship. He's a championship kind of player now. He's a veteran. 23-year-old guards don't win titles. How many years has he been with Portland? Uh, we're probably trending on 11. And how many championships has he won? Zero. Mm-hmm. So wh- what's your point? He, he's, he's trying to pair with Embiid, and so then we'll, we'll, in essence, get a championship. Absolutely no. Wait a second, Mitch. Couldn't, he- couldn't we have said the same thing about Kevin Garnett in Minnesota back in 2007-8? He had been with the Timberwolves for 11 years. He had never won a championship, and Boston traded for him, paired him with Paul Pierce, and they won a title. Yes, there, there's your answer right there. There was more than one guy. It wasn't just the one guy you just mentioned. It was multiple players. The Sixers don't have that. Right, but I'd be pairing him with Joel Embiid. I mean, similar to the Boston had Paul Pierce, and they put Kevin Garnett with him. Like, that worked. Uh, uh, let, let, me, let me throw this out. Tell me what you think. Okay. You know, Joel Embiid, I don't know where he goes in the offseason, and I don't care. But I'm sure he's got his ear and his eyes somewhat tuned to what's going on in Philadelphia. Don't you think that he heard at some point that the majority of the fan base called him soft? Don't you think that he didn't hear that him and his buddy 
Harden, or maybe they're not buddies, who cares, gave up in game six and seven. These are human beings. These people hear this stuff. I don't think he's that excited about being a 76er anymore. So, so you're saying we should stop talking about it? No, you can talk about it all you want. But you're talking about an individual that has heard nothing but negativity about him, even though he won that goofy MVP award, <laughs> because it makes no sense. Is the MVP to the Sixers or the league? You answer me. Well, it doesn't uh, matter. It does, well, you're right. It doesn't matter. And as far as Joel, if he hears it, the rabbit ear stuff, I, I mean, I'm just going to tell you flat out, I don't care. I mean, it's, it's, I, I don't care if he listens. I don't care if he doesn't listen. It, it, it doesn't change anything. Like, that, that's on him to decide, Hugh, whether he listens to noise, whether he blocks it out. I mean, isn't this the fate of every athlete in a city like Philadelphia? you got to decide if you listen or not. If, if, you listen to, if you listen to sports radio and, and get upset, then the only person that can change that is you. You know, you can't be mad because we're out here, you know, talking about what we see from you. If you want to change that, play better. Play better. Put, put forth more effort, especially when somebody's talking about your effort. The one thing that I can say <laughs> it, to a man, like you can talk about my game all you want. You won't talk about my effort. Well, we just had a caller who complimented you on the motor you not gonna talk about. Not going to talk about my effort. Now, I might have had a bad game or I didn't do my job or whatever, but you never said I quit. There are two things that I've noticed over the years, Hugh, that people never forget, right? They never forget your effort, which you just said. And unfortunately, we can't get the effort of the Sixers out of our head for a month now in game six and seven. And you know what else they don't forget? They don't forget if you win. I mean, that's that's the ultimate thing, right? Like the guys that have won here are loved forever. Man, listen. That's the way it works. But it's the simple fact that we talk about, like, Brandon Graham. I don't know <clears throat> what the conversation was about Brandon before – he won the Super Bowl. Well, I know early in his career was that he was a bust. I mean, it was. But, like, I don't know. that I, I never heard that. But guess what now? Brandon is considered one of the absolute greatest Eagles to ever play the game. He's one of <laughs> – if, if I made a list, and I, we might do this one, my 10 favorite Eagles. Like He's he, one of them. He's one of – I love Brandon. Man, Green. listen. And, and, and for one, one moment, one moment changed that man's whole – well, it changed everybody's perspective about it. Of course. Well, it changed his life, too. Changed I mean, his whole life. It's the biggest play in the history of the franchise, and he made it. And to your point, they didn't give up on him after a couple years. Now, to be fair to the conversation here, I don't think this is giving up on Max. I think it's just the reality of the situation, but it is what it is. 215-592-9494. Come back, hit all your phone calls here. If you could trade Max to bring in an alpha to pair with Joel Embiid, like a true number one kind of player, would you? And we'll let you hear what Brian Winhorn has had to say about a potential Bradley Beal trade and you guys got to hear this. Spike Eskin with a damning piece of info on James Harden and something his teammates noticed about him before Game 7. You are not going to want to miss this. I mean, this took us like a back when we saw this. 215-592-9490. If you hear that next, all your phone calls on Maxi on Sports Radio 94 WIP.